It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. I'm doing well. So it's another big day, possibly big day. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for making time. Of course, of course. Thanks for your flexibility. Things just got away from me this morning, so everything got a little delayed. But no problem. So, <clears throat> so tell me, as you start tapping, tell me what what are you thinking? What is there? Yeah, what's going on? So right. I have been. Um, I've been really going back and forth about another pregnancy um, and, and mm. adoption because I, I keep, I keep having these fears. Like um, my latest fear is that I'm going to get a stroke <laughs> in pregnancy. Mm-hmm. So like, and then Luke Perry, you know, I don't know if you know, like there was a, an, an actor um, who just recently died at age 52 of a stroke and ah. Yeah, so it's like I'm kind of stuck because, you know, because of this, you know, my body is still making, is still having seemingly normal cycles. I don't know that it would work, but I don't, that's not the point because if I take an action, I want the action to be with the right intention and I want it to be aligned. Um, Right. um, and so I don't know if these fears are, I mean, I've worked through a lot of fear, so I don't really have a huge fear of preeclampsia anymore, or mm-hmm. I, I don't, this is my last one, like a stroke. Um, if I have a stroke, it's almost like I have this image or this sense of the story where suddenly it's sort of like the TV show shuts off and I'm just, you know, it goes blank. And that's because I've, that's my experience of having, or my imagination of having a stroke. And all of a sudden, I'm not able to do anything. And wow. everything that I have created is, um, it's almost like I wanted too much. And everything that I have, I lose. Mm. And I'm either temporarily or permanently disabled from this. And, um, and I, it, and, it's like I just couldn't let it be. I had to push a little bit too far, and it just feels like a big risk. You know, it's mm-hmm. one thing if I were, you know, going through my first pregnancy, I didn't have a child, and I didn't, you know, it's not that that wouldn't, I had zero concerns. <laughs> I had ab- right. an absolute, like, I am going to be fine. I'm going to be a rock star. I had zero concerns. Now I have all these intense concerns. And, um, you know, it would be safer for everyone um, if I were to adopt, ex- with the exception of the risk of, you know, an adopted child problem. Um, mm-hmm. But it's really, I'm just in a bind because my body is like talking to me and saying, here I am, I'm ready. And I've been doing all these preparations and taking progesterone and 
But, you know, then I have these fears that because I, I'm wanting a pregnancy at 50, almost 51, and given my history that I'm just pushing it too far, and since I don't have anyone, it's like a lot to take on. Having a pregnancy, potentially a difficult pregnancy, um, right. running a business and caring for a child. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's that's just totally, a lot. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot, and it, it's not like yeah. I have a partner who I can lean in on and you know just let go of one of my responsibilities for a few months and just that's have an true. easy time of it. You know, I, I can't just sort of, and it's really torture because I, my body <clears throat> really seems to want it and on, on a spiritual level, I really want to have another pregnancy. And so here I am, the sperm is coming and <laughs> sometime today and Hadiza is scheduled to come tonight at like 11 to inseminate and um, do a home insemination. Um, and I'm like, freaking out like I'm, I'm just I wouldn't say well this morning I was freaking out when my when I had a positive read I was like okay the rubber meets the road I have to decide because if I don't do it yeah. now it's like you know then it's April or May and you know I'm getting older and it, it just you know what I'm saying I, I, it's like I'm pushing yes, it yeah, back absolutely. and I wanted I wanted yeah. to be clear um, yeah. at this point and make a decision Oh, yeah. Okay, so that, let's just, and let's I did some tapping this morning about my anxiety. And okay. did, what, so the the new the biggest fear now is the stroke, and also the overwhelm yes. of so many things going on. This stroke and just yeah, and I mean, I, if I think about what brought on the preeclampsia at the end, right? It was I was trying to do too much, mm. and um or the hypertension, whatever it was. Remember, we talked about that. It was, yeah. I was crazy busy. Now, I have more control over my schedule now, for sure. So I could, but, you know, during, at that point, at least if I were to be pregnant and at the 10th month, you know, I would take the last month off or something and or just really wind it down. Um, right. But in between now and then, um, you know, one thing he said about HG, hyperemesis gravidarum is like, well, you know, in this next, if you do this and you have another pregnancy, then you, um, you know, doing it as a child-free person was a luxury and you don't have that luxury. And it was sort of like, you know, I would just have to suck it up. But hyperemesis is not something you can just suck up. It's, it's debilitating. Like it's, so... You know, so which one is I the would, one that you you have to suck it up? I missed that piece. Sorry, hyperemesis gravidarum. It's the extreme oh, nausea. The extreme nausea. Isn't there a it's medication not, that you said was completely safe? Um, there. I did take medication with Sirsha, and it it sort of took the extreme edge off of it. But did it make okay. me? I mean, I was in bed for weeks. I mean, I could barely. Yeah. I almost had to go on disability. I was essentially. I think there were three weeks when I wasn't in the office. Like I just couldn't. Oh. I was in bed all day. I would go to, I, and the only way I got through it was by watching marathon sessions of um, Gilmore Girls. <laughs> yeah. I just like had to zone out because it was so, and it it wasn't horrendous, but it wasn't. I wasn't functional. I was yeah. not functional for you know three or four weeks. Yeah, which is very unlikely to happen again. Very, very unlikely, I would say. 
Why I know do you it's say not. that? Because I feel like your body was receiving something that was completely, um, completely foreign, where this is not the case. You're dealing with your own egg. Your body knows how to be pregnant. Uh, you're in a different phase with a different level of support. I'm guessing that. But you know what? Yeah. I, you know, another. There's a I, good I, chance minute. it won't happen again. It, it, yeah. Yeah. There's a chance it won't happen again. It's probably 50 50, or who knows, you know, what right. it is. But. Yeah. So that part, but you I mean, know uh, that so the, the medication took the edge off, but didn't really, didn't really make it better. It didn't make me functional for a, num- for a while. I was not functional. I mean, it was, it's just, you know, people, and I had it mild. Like some people go into hospital, they get a pick line, they lose 30 pounds, uh, seven months wow. pregnant. They're 30 pounds lighter than, I mean, it's, it is a, it's, a, it's a serious disease. Wow. And um, it's bad. And they go, you know, they have a pick line and they're taking fluids and it's just horrendous. And some people, it lasts the whole nine months and it's not, um, you know, some of their medications take the edge off, but there isn't, they don't know what causes it really. And they don't really have a good solution for it. So, you know, I could take marijuana. That's probably the best solution. And, you know, maybe, uh, maybe homeopathy would work. Right. Um, and but is that is that your your biggest your biggest fear, or is it the stroke right now, or is it the overwhelm with another child? It sounds like there's all of it, right, Dad? It's all of it, and it's like now is really a tough time with Sirsha at three. Like I'm not, I'm not feeling great at this stage of parenting. I'm not like feeling yeah. a level of competence that I did yeah. for other. And I'm it's a it's a phase. I realize. And it's a good learning, it's a growth opportunity. Um, but I do feel exhausted and overwhelmed by her. Not by her, by being a single mom. Yeah. And I'm just, it's everything. It's like, it's a real tension inside of me. Yeah. Okay. Deep breath. Just tapping through the point because this kid is so present. It's like I'm exhausted and overwhelmed. I'm exhausted and overwhelmed. And I am faced with a really important choice. And I am faced with a really important choice. I am hours from considering welcoming a second child into our lives. I am hours away from considering welcoming a second child into our lives. And I don't know what the right answer is. And I don't know what the right answer is. I'm so afraid. I'm so afraid of the potential consequences. Of the potential consequences. I could get sick again. I could get sick again. I could even get a stroke. I could even get a stroke. It could even kill me. It could even kill me. And all for trying to just have it all. And all for just trying to have it all. 
And there's a part of me that feels that that is not okay. There's a part of me that feels that that is not okay. I already have so much. I already have so much. Why even attempt to disturb what I already have? Why even attempt to disturb what I already have? So much is going well. So much is going well. And even with everything that I have on my plate, I feel overwhelmed and exhausted. And even with everything I already have on my plate right now, I feel um, I don't feel overwhelmed. No, what I feel mm-hmm. at at my um, at the brink of that, I feel tired, and I feel um, what's the word? Like overcome in moments. Yeah, like I'm, I'm at the edge of, of overwhelm, you know, just like I'm yeah. not overwhelmed, but I'm kind of at the the edge of my, my ability to, to handle all of this well, like I'm stretched. Mm-hmm. And part of it is how I have my help set up, you know, like I could get different kind of help or I could, you know, put Searsha in, in a program like a, a couple days a week or you know there are there are other configurations than what I've got now yeah you know so part of it part of it is that like I could just reconfigure and obviously would have yeah. to with another child yeah uh, and then the whole other question comes of like is Yersha going to feel displaced and the whole other qu- well, I've actually sort of gotten to an okay place with that because I okay. um, she will feel a little displaced, but I think there are some things I can do between now and then that will help her take that on. You know, there are things I can do to prepare her. Um, yeah, and she will. She'll feel it'll be a big change. Yeah. Yeah. But she wants it. So, she always talks about the baby. Yeah. So I, I'm really full of different fears. I'm really full of different fears. For myself. For myself. For how it will impact our family. For how it will impact our family. The potential that I may get sick and even die. The potential that I may get sick and even die. That makes me really doubt everything. It makes me really doubt everything. Putting like a cloud over my over my mind and my energy. Putting a cloud over my mind and my energy. And I've been grappling and, with this for months. Yes, I know. Yeah. But today is the day. But today is the day. And I have to make a choice. I have to make a choice. I realize that partly I've already made a choice. I realize that partly I've already made a choice. <clears throat> because I took the all relation test. I 
because I took the ovulation test. I got the sperm and contacted Hadisha. I got the sperm and I contacted Hadisha. <laughs> There's a part of me that is clearly wanting this. There's a part of me that is clearly wanting this. Wow, does it to take a deep breath and I want you to just tap and even at one point or gently continue tapping there and I want you to start thinking of how it will play out. So sometimes fears are so, you know, they're a concept. They're definitely, of course, an emotion and they're very present in your energy. How mm. is it right now? Let's just touch base first with you. How, how intense is it? How intense or how much tension are you holding? Probably down to a... Five, maybe. Okay. And what would you say was what? I'm guessing that earlier it was probably a much higher than that, right? Yes, it was like an eight or nine. And this morning it was a ten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's keep on topping and let's just walk, let's walk together through what it would mean. So you get pregnant. And what would happen? Just let's, let's just talk about it. So you would, let's say that you have some symptoms, not as intense, but some symptoms. What would you do? That would be fine. I could cope with that. I would just, mm-hmm. you know, get probably a little extra help. With, um, I get someone to clean probably a little more regularly, and someone to do some more cooking, and I might change my work schedule so I'm working just a few hours a day, but five days a week, and then I might mm-hmm. get someone to come and help um, help with Sirsha at night, which is the toughest time for both mm-hmm. of us. <laughs> you know, just get someone in to help at that time of day yeah yeah like either bathing her or putting her to bed what is the the challenge right now it's just everything um after five or six when she starts Mm. misbehaving and she Mm. you know she's tired it's like we entered that we call it the no-no zone the no-no mm, hour yeah. <laughs> she yeah. just does all the no-nos and all the things that um, are challenging or dangerous and mm. I'm at my I'm at my most exhausted and I'm least capable of managing it um, well yeah By the way, I know that you have, have you talked with her about the no-no zone or the no-no time? Oh, yes. I would actually, okay, I would actually take the name, just don't name it anymore. Because otherwise she's she's anticipating already that it's happening. Even though she might feel it, I know that it's the chicken or the egg, and clearly the chicken is that, you know, she's been acting this way and then you named it. 
But just as you let it be and just put it aside, it's like, okay, so we're tired now. So name what it is. And maybe she's hungry. Uh, maybe she needs to just, yeah. right? Because otherwise she's already like, oh, here we go. I'm going to be feeling this way and it's going to be yucky. And she's three years and how many months, Deb? I know this is a tiny little parenthesis, but there's something that's um, to me. About, about about a month and a half, three years and one and a half months or two, almost two months, okay. three years, two months. Okay. Uh, because I remember very clearly that something started shifting at three and a half, but mm. significantly. She was more independent and it was easier to for her to go to sleep and everything started becoming a little easier. So just, just to let you know that it's, it's around this time that there's a, there's a lot of change. So I just wanted to say okay. that. That's yeah. great. And I think, I think it's brilliant. It's brilliant that you would get a lot more help. I, I really want to get back to that, right? Um, so just, okay, so this is the time that we're tired, and instead of doing blah, 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 we're just going to rest. We're going to maybe watch something or get ready for bed or whatever it might be and you're going to have somebody that's going to be there so how would it be so now the pregnancy you know maybe you're getting uncomfortable so the help you know so the help is really going to be there and you're going to you may have to set some boundaries with her right yeah how does it yeah. play out the whole nursing piece? Um, I'm just going to have to see. I mean, usually, um, I might continue. It depends how painful it is. My, in my last pregnancy, actually in both pregnancies, my breasts were very, especially the last one, uh, my breasts were incredibly sore. It's like I wanted to take them right off and put them on a shelf, just get them, wow. get rid of them. They're really sensitive. Um, but I was also on medications, you know. So right. um, if it's too painful, she's going to have, it's not going to work. Right. You know, she'll have yeah. to stop. Yeah. But if it's not, then we'll continue. Mm-hmm. Okay. A lot of women do it. You know, a lot of women yeah. continue right through the pregnancy. And then they tend yeah. to nurse. So I, I am, I'm okay with that. Okay, great. Wonderful. So then... So the reason that I want to step, I want to walk you through it because it's just let's it's talking about facts, which is like okay, so this is the we cannot we can reduce the you know the fear about the unknown, which of course is very very important. But at a five, I want you to also see the pieces that would have to be in place. So the baby's born, and you will continue having all the support. And do you think that Sirsha may have like a couple of days that she goes? To a really wonderful place where she's kind of yeah yes that would have yeah that would start happening yeah for sure maybe even before okay. the baby's born yes that's true okay yeah what else do you anticipate how are you gonna deal manage be you can of course continue to have somebody in the evening that is. It is kind of a witching hour for everybody because we're all tired. Yeah, yeah. Well, when the baby comes, I might change it all up. Or maybe even the month before, like at nine months pregnant, I might I might get an au pair and mm. have someone live in with us. 
for a little while or maybe ask Moni or someone to come live with us for a little, probably not Moni, but I might get a live-in for a little while. Okay. Yeah. Because, I, you know, A, I'm like for the first six weeks, I'm going to have to be watched really closely. You can get oh. preeclampsia up to six weeks after. <clears throat> really? I didn't know. Um, huh. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know why they had no concern about me last time. Um, they just sent me home. I never, I think I went in with the normal postpartum. <laughs> yeah, hmm. but they didn't, no one expressed a concern to me. No one said it's kind of crazy and negligent um what they did with me but i had no problem oh. i mean i my my t- my blood pressure was just fine afterwards i'm curious if they knew or they felt that somehow it was going to be totally fine i, I wonder but anyway just the great thing is that you were yeah. fine which and the doctor told you that is that he was confident he was confident that you would be fine as well right yes he did he did the maternal fetal. Then I went to go see someone again. The That was a maternal fetal medicine specialist. And then I went to see someone at Boston IVF. And he said, um, you went, this doctor is like Mr. Pollyanna and he'll never say something negative. And so his view mm-hmm. is different. He, he, he wasn't worried about me getting, at, you know, my risk. Um, but he underlined all of the, they got this report and underlined all of the negative things. That's believable. I mean, it's, it's, it makes sense, you know. Right. Um, and he's like, if I were you, I would not do it. But uh, if you want me to work with you, I will try to, I will do it. And he, okay. his reason is because of the risk for the child, the risk of the child, not, not, my, not my health, not the risk for my health. Okay, and the risk for the child how? Because I get preeclampsia your... before 34 weeks. Um, uh-huh. Then the child will be in NICU for a long time and mm. might not survive and could have brain damage. And okay. then I've got a difficult, you know, like a a really compromised child. Right, right, right. So that's yeah, the that risk. That's the main risk. Right. But then there's all these counterindications saying that you can't, um, you know, that the second pregnancy is often better. And usually if you get preeclampsia the second time, it happens later in the pregnancy. And I was, I had, it happened to me after full term. So, and Hadiza thinks I didn't even have (laughs) preeclampsia. So, um, it's just heavy. It's just all this stuff, you know. Okay, okay. So it's like, oh, okay. It's just so heavy. So heavy. All these, all these heaviness in my energy, in my body. All this heaviness in my energy, in my body. So many things to consider. So many things to consider. Oh, so many things that could potentially go wrong. So many things that could potentially go wrong. And yet, there's a huge percentage that things could go just fine. And yet, there's a huge percentage that things could go just absolutely fine. I've been taking care of myself amazingly. 
I've been taking good care of myself amazingly. All my practitioners say that I'm in top shape. All my practitioners say that I'm in top shape. And my body's telling me that it's ready. And my body's telling me that it's ready. Seems to be ticking just fine. Seems to be ticking just fine. And I love the idea of being pregnant again. And I love the idea of being pregnant again. Love the idea of expanding our family. I love the idea of expanding our family. And I'm open to receiving guidance and support. And I'm open to receiving guidance and support. Not just from practitioners or guides here. No, say, I'm sorry, can you say that again? Of course, and not just from practitioners. Yeah, I'm tapping, I think my microphone went away. And not just from practitioners or support here in this planet, in this, you know, world. And I want yeah. guidance not just from practitioners and support in, on this plane, in this world. But also, I'm open to getting a clear message. But also, I'm open to getting a clear message. I open myself to receive. I open myself to receive clear guidance. Clear guidance. And the understanding that conception is such a miracle. And the understanding that conception is such a miracle. That even with me peaking with ovulation, but even with me peaking with ovulation, having this prime sperm, <laughs> having this prime sperm, and Khadija, who's an expert at insemination, and, and Hadija, who is an expert at insemination, if this is not meant to be, it won't happen. If this is not meant to be, it won't happen. It's not a hundred percent. On me it's not one yeah it's not 100% on me at all yeah and it's good to remember that and it's good to remember that because the heaviness of this decision is too much because the heaviness of this decision is too much it's too much to take on my own it's too much to take on my own given everything that I already have on my plate given everything that I already have on my plate, yeah. I'm aware that where things are at with Sirsha, it's not super inspiring. (laughs) Yeah, I'm aware that where things are at with Sirsha, it's not super inspiring right now. And at the same time, when things were so precious, I didn't want to disturb it either. And at the same time, when things were so precious, I didn't want to disturb it either. So it has to be divine timing. So it has to be divine timing. And I am open to considering. And I am open to considering the possibility that this could be the right time. That this could be the divine time. 
and that it's not up to me. And that it's not up to me. Take a breath and see what, what you notice. Yeah, that's great. That feels really good. It's so incredible. It's a huge relief. Tapping and I'm tapping, and of course, I'm tapping with you, and I, I notice how much, right, when it comes with, this, it is an important decision. It does, absolutely, it's an important decision. There's a lot of different pieces to it. And it's so heavy, like you were saying, right? It's so heavy when you feel like, you know, there's all these pieces and all these parts and all these considerations that you have to take into account. And at the same time, it almost, we, I feel like we forget that there's a lot that is not up to us. By the way, are you Of course. Uh, well, as of today, no, but actually I have not missed my period. I just did the test today because I couldn't stand it anymore. And Stefan said, yeah, but you haven't missed your period, so guess what? You know, so it could be a false You could be. So. I yes, could, be. could be. That would be good. Yeah. I just, I've been having some symptoms, so I've been, but anyway, so I understand the waiting game and the whole thing, and, and yeah. I, I'm working on my own trust to tell you the truth. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Well, when I when I just leave it up when I just leave it up to yeah. that, I think I should do it because um, if the pregnancy begins to be too horrendous, um, I can terminate it. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. You know, it's like and now only up until three months, and usually the blood pressure thing doesn't start, you know, until after that, but. Um, but I bet that there would be in decay because you, you started with issues before the three months. There were so many things, right? I had issues, right. I had issues beginning at week six. That's when the hyperemesis yeah. began. Yeah. And, yeah, and then I got asthma at some point and... Right. I remember that. Yeah. So... Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. It's like so just just that you made that decision. Just just test, you know, just almost like trying on for size. Okay, so you just made a decision that you're gonna proceed today. Yeah. Because um, what I feel when we we're in this moment, when we go through this session, mm-hmm. I feel like this really deep grounded feeling in the earth, like this Mm. gravity, this weight pulling my second chakra down. Yeah. It's like really solid. There's a solidity and there's like, is there, can you feel the support in that? Can you feel the, you know, the sense that you will be okay. It's almost like, it's interesting. What you're saying there, what I'm getting is that somehow you will be supported. The earth is has you. You know, like the, it's like almost this feeling of like, we got you. You're okay. We got you. Your angels, you know, this, the energy of this beautiful planet, 
all the different resources. Hello? I will call you directly because I don't know. Oh, yes. now you I just came you. back. Oh. You just came back. Okay. What happened? That was so odd. That was really weird. Can you hear me? I can. And the I don't know what you said last, but I think what I was saying is I wanted a clear sign. I didn't hear you anything after that. Maybe that was the clear sign. <laughs> Maybe that was a clear sign that it didn't have to come from me. It was just, yeah. So, so that's, that's very important. So you, said you, you said that you wanted a clear sign and you just, it was, there was silence. And it was silent. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't hear anything. I was like, I just want a clear sign. Either the sperm doesn't get here or Hadija doesn't get here or, you know, something, um, a very clear sign that it's not in my and our highest and best interest. Yeah. What, what it feels like the, when the fear comes back in, it's like this um, fear that my life is going to be taken too soon and only like if I get a stroke and I'm going to be like okay you know what I I kind of knew I might get a stroke and I did it anyway and here I am I lying in bed I can't move in can't talk and I have a stroke and I had a I knew that could happen and I I shouldn't have you know you know what I mean like yes 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 it's like you're going to be punished for like knowing it could happen and going for it anyway yeah given all that's hanging in the balance Right. So with, yeah, with so much hanging in the balance, I know that something can go bad and I will regret it. Right. With all the hanging in the balance, I know that something can go very bad and I would regret it massively. And I would never forgive myself. And I would never forgive myself. And I would just think I am so stupid. And that was, you know, that was so bad for Searsha. It was so, it's such a yeah. it's a high risk move for anybody, you know, to yeah, have that's a pregnancy. A poor judgment on my part, right? Yes, it's a really poor judgment. judgment. Yeah, yeah. I would never forgive myself. I would never forgive myself or trust myself ever again. Yeah. 
Ah. It's so heavy. It's so heavy. I'm just so scared. I'm just so scared. That if anything were to happen to me, I I would just never forgive myself. If anything were to happen to me, I would never forgive myself. For wanting to have it all. For wanting to have it all. I'm putting everything at risk to have it all. Like a gambler. Mm -hmm. Right. It's unfair and it's not okay. Unfair and it's not okay. To risk my daughter. A risk to my daughter. Because I I would be, shoot, what's the word? Like gambling on her well-being. Yeah, I'm gambling on her well-being. And I, that, that's just, just, that's not okay. I cannot do that. And that is not okay. I cannot do that. It feels risky and dangerous. It feels risky and dangerous. And the potential of me having a stroke or dying. And the potential of me having a stroke or dying. It's there. It's there. Now, the truth is, there is risk involved. The truth is, there is risk involved. And there's no two ways about it. And there are no two ways about it. And yet, there's something that just, it's calling me. Yeah. And yet, there's something that's just calling me and pulling me forward. So, let's, let's do these, Deb. I want to I wanna hear, because there's two pieces. I can really hear the heaviness of the conflict, the, the battle within you, right? Mm-hmm. It, there's a part of you. Who, who needs to speak right now? Because there's... You've been holding both sides. Mm-hmm. So there's, I, want, I want you to imagine, as you, of course, keep on tapping, that you are within this beautiful bubble of light. So you're not alone in this decision, and we are mm. trusting that your higher self, your angels, divine energy is present with you in this decision because the truth is it doesn't just involve you, and it doesn't even involve you and Sirisha. It involves a new soul that may or may not be willing or ready or able to come, you know, into your life. So there's so many components here, right? So these, you just hold these beautiful bubble of light. Or who may be wanting to come in and may be ready to come in. That is true. I mean, there's so many pieces, right, that are not about you. And yet within this bubble and with all these different Mm. components, internally you are having this battle of will. There's a part of you that is saying, you know, I want you to just see her. And I see her almost like a, a warrior because she's a, like a judge in a way, dictaminating sentence. Like, this is not okay. You cannot do these. Too risky, too dangerous. I would never forgive you. And you will be punished for even considering having it all. I mean, she's, she's really intense, isn't she? Yeah, she's powerful. Yeah, this is like a fear goddess. She's like coming to yeah. protect you. <laughs> yeah. And she's fierce. She's like, she's going to, and she's even threatening, I will never forgive you. 
Yeah. So does she feel, check if she feels fully heard. Mm. Is there anything else she needs to say? Because I feel like we've given her quite a bit of, of um, you know, spotlight so far. So, yeah, she's saying you're putting your daughter at risk of having the same experience you had, which is losing your mom too young. Mm. You're putting, you know, this, you're repeating, you're inviting that pattern, that experience to repeat. And she's saying... For once in your life, can you just take a low, make a low risk chance? Be conservative for once. You know, you can have another child. Um, just adopt that child. Mm-hmm. You know, she's saying, I'm here to protect your highest and best interest in your in your family. And you're like wanting this crazy thing. I'm going to see if she has anything else to say. Just be happy with what you've got. Yeah. yeah, that's about it. Okay. We'll take a deep breath and say, you know, thank you so much for all your work. Thank you so much for all your work. Now let's talk with a part of you that is kind of shy, but is that second chakra, that mother goddess, that, mm. that womb, right? That mothering instinct, that earth mother. What is it? What, how would she respond to all of what this year God has said? <clears throat> mm. She's like, miracles are not rational. And mm-hmm. this divine energy like she's not logical or linear she's sort of magical and mystical and she's like <clears throat> can't even really debate on the same on the terms that the you know this lawyer mm-hmm. I, I imagine her this lawyer in the courtroom <laughs> in front of a judge yeah. um yeah. is uh like she can't even have the conversation according to her framework the lawyer's framework yeah. she's like like this has she's like 
and this be I can even see her. She's this beautiful, sort of colorful priestess with um it's amazing actually. She's like this has this is like a divine calling. It's not not really debatable (laughs) it's sort of um, and I'm not going to debate you I'm just going to say this is your nature your desire this this desire is your nature you're really great at mothering you have you know you love this ability to channel divine life you loved that and you have an opportunity to try it again. Mm. And why not? Well, she's not saying why not. I'm saying why not. <laughs> she's mm-hmm. saying you have this opportunity. This is like a, a light coming from above. This, this is a calling. It's an invitation. It's... Um, not rational it's not logical and you it's sort of very it's not even language it's like this beautiful image and emotion around it it's optimistic and hopeful and glorious and like full of light and coming from above and it's sort of powerful She's got these beautiful skirts that are lots of colors, and she sort of she doesn't stand. She's sort of floating. <laughs> she's like, mm. and she's kind of moving, and her body's it's not dancing, but it's almost like a. That's a beautiful mm. image, actually. It's really cool. That's so great. I wonder if you could just draw it or paint it. it sounds like it's very yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Mm. Right, that's what it sounds like. It's like this is this is just it's divine energy. It's not Yeah. It's not wordly in a way. Right. Yep. It's not like you can't use words really. It's yep. Mm -hmm. So how does she respond to the fear? Because the fear is there. Right? How it's like, okay, here I, I bring a gift, a gift for, from the divine, from love, from yeah. the incredible, incredible spiritual world. I mean, this is just precious and extraordinary. This is, I'm not going <clears> to <throat> debate to you. This is, there's, there's nothing to debate here. Right. And yet, how does... How does she respond, or not with words, but how does her energy impact the fear, right? The, the fear goddess that is like saying, you know, we'll protect you and be happy with what you've got. Just 
stop tapping for a second. Sure. He says, the, the, the sentiment is yes and. You have those fears mm. and you have this calling and um, I mean she's not promising, making any promises, but she's sort of like Those are worldly fears that are smaller than the power of the divine. And maybe what she wants to do is help the goddess. Like she she has compassion for her, actually. She's... interfacing her with her like she's approaching her with compassion and love and support yeah so she's sort of healing her in a way (laughs) as opposed to arguing or making a counter argument she's just trying to like embrace her and yeah to really like soothe her right because it's true this is the part of you that is scared it's just it's almost like a younger self that is just really freaking out or it could also be well it's the part of you that yeah it's it's an adult like in the moment i said that yeah go ahead sorry yeah, it's in fact tears come because um, it's a part of me that was really frightened by the birth experience, mm. and that's still shaken and a little traumatized by it, by the first pregnancy, and and she's just. scared and and so this goddess just sort of embraces her and wraps wraps her with love and compassion so how does the fear the fear goddess respond how is she doing what does she need she just she just breaks down and cries can you hold on one sec? I need to see if this is a sperm. Hold on one sec. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, that wasn't good. Um, anyway, so she just breaks down in tears and just sobs. He just cries. Hmm. Well, let's tell her, even though you're just so 
so scared about everything that happened and so hurt, you know, so frightful, so afraid of everything that took place. It's just really shaken. It's just like survival, this really strong primal survival instinct, you know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so she soothed. She soothed. It's afraid of death. Yeah, of course. Of course. That makes so much sense. Yeah. Yeah. And could we let her know that you have not repeated your mother's story? In any way, shape, or form, and it won't happen. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, there's no yeah. way. Right? She's saying, well, you had a migraine yesterday, you know? First yeah. migraine in months. And mm. it's just a little reminder of. Um, what can happen to your brain? Mm. So she's still fighting. <laughs> she's still arguing. <clears throat> she's still scared. Yep, she's still scared and protective. Maybe what she needs is like, I think she needs some way to protect me and take care of me and be involved in this um, mm. if I do it. You know, like, what are we going to do, you know, to really make sure I'm safe? What what can we do? And let's put something in place. Yeah. So that's the part of it. Is, so, yeah, go ahead. You know, part of it is I have a blood pressure cuff. I can take my blood pressure every day or something, you know. I can um, just have, you know, I have a huge team of supporters and just really, you know, alternative healthcare people and find some really good conventional healthcare people that, you know, I can work with mm-hmm. um, and have everyone, have this a huge team help and that's wonderful and just really like be on top of it right you're not going to let it just you won't just let it slide and be unaware of what could happen right and and just really stay close to how my body is doing stay very close to my body and and then also stay very you know just um 
really low stress. Like if I don't need to work, you know, this whole year, all right, fine. <laughs> you yeah. know, I don't need to work that much. Maybe that's what the lower, maybe that's what the, there's space. You know, I don't have to have yeah. a massive amount of work. And I don't have to take work I don't like, like working with this a private equity company. I don't have to take work, stressful work. I can just take really wonderful work. And instead of buying a, buying a condo or a house, I'll just rent and use the money that I made off of Winthrop. Awesome. You know, just use it. And just don't and work that much and get, really- get a little more help. That, exactly, and that's brilliant. Just because see, that that is actually my my sense, and I could be wrong, but that's partly what's causing the migraine. It's trying to figure it all out on how you're going to be able to manage it all. Worst case scenario, you're just not going to work, or you're going to work very very little, only you know whatever is needed or not at all, and you will figure it out. Right. Yeah, and, and that's also, actually a great. And also that remember, really good. Doesn't it? And also, remember, Deb, remember that you asked for a very clear sign. So throughout today, what I want you to just, you know, your mantra is like, I'm open to a sign. If I'm not meant to do this, I'm open to a sign. Yep. Right? It's like, perfect. So does that feel right to go ahead? And if something doesn't, you know, Kadisha, something happens, you know, good. How are you feeling? Great. I feel great. Yay. I'm so happy because it's like sometimes (laughs) it's just not a matter. Well, it's not a matter of pushing. It's a matter of allowing what happens, right? And and I think it would be really important for you to soothe that scare. You know what? More than you, what if you allow these beautiful miracle goddess, that beautiful, amazing being, Right, that is the one that is inviting this miracle to soothe that fearful part of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't even have to do it. You just allow this thought with these gorgeous curves and come over and just embrace her and say, I totally understand your fears. I really do. And I love you so much, even with all those fears. Yeah, yep. Yep, exactly. No mm. resistance, no arguing at all. Yep, just no, total not at all. Yeah. Love and compassion. Yeah. Mm. Wonderful. So I will keep you posted and you do the same, okay? Yeah, good luck. <laughs> Thank you. Same to you. Yeah, wishing you many, uh, a lot of fertility. Thank you. Thank you. You too. You too. We're on the same Thank boat you. here. So yes. Yeah, so <laughs> you too. Thank you. Okay. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.